This is the Tom Bigby Tales podcast. I'm Shannon Evans, and I write about Columbus, a small town in northeast Mississippi. In this episode, titled Incompetence on Full Display, we're going to hear all about the latest narcissistic behaviors of the CVB director, whom I shall refer to as Babs the Bamboozler. Nancy Carpenter is at it again, only this time maybe we should rename her Nancy the Nincompoop. Let's go get into it. As stated in a previous podcast episode, Carpenter is also moonlighting at the Columbus Cultural Heritage Foundation, despite an ethics ruling from the state and despite their budget not including any salary for the director's position. Not to worry. Babs Carpenter allegedly told the foundation's board she knows how to move money around and cover her salary. Yes, Babs readily admits she knows how to cook the books. Uh-huh. I went into extensive description on that in a previous episode. Carpenter was instructed in an extensive letter by the CVB board and the CVB's attorney, which she allegedly had to sign, that she was not to conduct foundation business during CVB working hours. Further, she is not to use CVB letterhead or supplies to conduct foundation business. Carpenter was also instructed she was not to use CVB employees to conduct foundation business. She is not to use CVB equipment or email addresses, etc. to conduct foundation business. All laid out in an October 3rd email from John Brady's office on letterhead from Mitchell, McNutt, and Sam, attorneys at law. This brings me to the recent emails I've gotten in response to my request to the foundation for records per the Mississippi Sunshine Laws. Carpenter has responded to my emails to foundation business directly using a CVB email address Granted, it's the only email address she apparently appears to have in a professional capacity at this time. But more importantly, the email was sent during CVB working hours in direct violation to her directives. In response to my email sent October 14th, Carpenter sent an email to me on Monday, October 16th, 2023 at 9.30 in the morning in which she stated she needed to first hire an attorney for the foundation to send me a FOIA form, and she would be in contact with me by October 19th. Well, today's the 20th, and nothing has arrived yet from Carpenter or the alleged attorney. The email address that letter was sent to me from is the CVB email address she always uses or pay for that is also paid for by the CVB. Nancy at visitcolumbusmississippi.org. But the clincher that demonstrates her total disregard for the letter she signed for the CVB is her signature line. Nancy Carpenter, comma, CME, CEO and Executive Director, Visit Columbus, Columbus Cultural Heritage Foundation, followed by P.O. Box phone number and her cell phone number. Clearly, she is in total insubordination of the board and attorney's directive related to her contract with the CVB. 
She then sent a second response to my subsequent inquiries at 1030 that same day, which was a Monday during CVB hours, using that same email address and copying attorney John Brady and her foundation board, Judy Holmes, Brenda Willis, and Sonic Johnson. Either she's flaunting her total disregard for the directives from her own employer, or she's a complete moron. Is she that thick or is she that arrogant? You be the judge. In the meantime, Carpenter put in that request for $4,500 out of financial cycle. See my previous episode on this topic to allegedly cover a shortfall in foundation funds that was supposedly at $385 in the bank account. She needed the funds to cover an alleged payroll need at the foundation. The CVB's treasurer informed Carpenter no monies would be forthcoming without a requisition and budget line item coding, etc. What $4,500 employees payroll comes due on the 19th? Those employees get paid on the 1st and the 15th. Well, well, well. I surmised it might be Carpenter, which is already not a line, uh, Carpenter's salary, which is already not a line item on the foundation's budget. Now I think we have the possible answer to that mystery. On October 19th, an email was allegedly sent to a newly retained attorney for the foundation at 7.49 a.m. on CVB email with the same co-branded line signature to attend an email from another private citizen. Babs just does not know, seem to think the rules apply to her. This email is problematic beyond the co-branded signature or email address. Who is paying this new attorney? There is absolutely nothing in the foundation budget for an attorney. There is a line with $9,000 for professional services designated for the accountant at TE Lot. So was that emergency check for $4,500, a retainer for the new attorney? And why do you need an attorney to simply respond to a citizen? If the request requires a FOIA public records form, they are readily available for free, downloaded from government websites and legal community sites. It would seem Babs can't even answer a single simple question and be transparent. She runs to an attorney for everything and wastes tons of money for both the CVB and the foundation and then usually ignores their recommendations. Good grief. Now back to that email trail. So to make things worse, allegedly Carpenter continued to send out emails to the newly retained foundation attorney on that on the CVB's official email at 10.03 a.m., clearly on CVB time. Then Babs the Bumbler really stepped in it. She contacted both boards, the CVB's attorney, and the accountant, incurring more billable time for the attorney and the accountant just to read her emails at 10.11 on October 19th to whine about a citizen's email related to foundation business. What in the world is the matter with Carpenter? Clearly, the rules don't apply to her. 